When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of Jamming with Jason. Hey, today we are going to talk about bells. Now, you may not realize, but there's a lot of significance behind bells. Uh, They're actually a simple musical instrument, but there's a lot more that we can learn about bells that you probably didn't realize. So, Buckle up and here we go. Let's roll that episode now. You are jamming with Jason Mefford, where you hear inspiring interviews with some amazing people. Some are famous, some may seem ordinary, and they are all doing extraordinary things to positively change the world. Sometimes it's just you and me having an intimate and authentic conversation about how you can change the world around you and rewrite the story of your life by being more authentic, accepting and loving yourself more and spreading love to others. Since really, all you need is love and what the world needs now is love, sweet love. We discuss all aspects of self-improvement, growth and so much more. Great content, insightful advice that's practical and helpful to anyone that listens. You're always eager to come back for more and share with your friends and family since you learn something in every episode. So sit back and enjoy the easy listening while you feel seen and heard in this informative, authentic, and entertaining podcast. Now, Let's roll that beautiful podcast footage. All right. Well, hey, today I wanted to talk about bells. <laughs> bells, 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 bells. Hell's bells, right? There's lots of different references to bells, um, especially around the holidays. And so I just wanted to do uh, an episode about bells, and we're going to kind of go all over the place like we do in a lot of these uh, solo episodes. But, uh, you know, you can see that the title is Sleigh Bells Ring, Are You Listening? Right. So I think the song Winter Wonderland, right, that comes comes around this time of year uh, kind of goes like this, right? Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland. Something like that, right? So the real question for today's episode is, are you listening, right? Because there's bells, there's other things going on around us all the time. And you can choose whether you're going to hear them or not. And uh, we're going to get into more of that because, like I said, especially around the holiday time, there's a lot of references to bells that I wanted to talk about today. Now, um, before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to give you a couple of updates, too, uh, and and talk to you a little bit about the podcast and kind of where we're going 
and uh, some some ways that you can interact more with me and be able to get more out of uh, your listening pleasure, if you will. Okay. Now, um, whether you realize it or not, there is a lot of censorship that goes on in the world today. There's a lot of things that you're being told that are not true uh, because there are certain beings in this world uh, that want to keep you in fear and anxiety. They want to keep you asleep. And, uh, and so as a result of that, when people try to talk about things to help people wake up, often uh, those people are censored. And so again, I know in a, in a free society, you would think that does not happen, but I, will, I am here to tell you that it does happen. Um, I know several people who have been blocked, their accounts on social media have been canceled. Uh, there's a term in, in the uh, entertainment industry about being canceled, right? If you say something that people don't like, um, you can literally kind of be canceled. Uh, your shows and everything else are wiped clean and it's as if you didn't exist. And that happens in social media as well. Now, I'm one of those kind of people that I want to share with you. I want to tell you, I want you to help uh, wake up. Okay. Um, but because of that censorship uh, that's out there, I have to be a little careful about some of the things that I say publicly on social media. Uh, so if you want to get the real nitty gritty, uh, here's a couple of things that you can do. One is listen to the podcast. Now you're already listening to this one right now. Um, and there's a lot of information in the podcast. Again, some of it is a little bit hidden and I'm going to talk to you about that and how I do that and why I do that here in just a minute. Uh, but make sure that you're listening to the podcast because on the podcast, I am more free to say what I think uh, than I can do on, you know, social media like LinkedIn or Facebook or YouTube, right? Because those are those are platforms that are owned by other people and my content just happens to live there. Um, but on my website um, and for the most part, the podcast, again, the podcast can could get canceled. You know, YouTube could take down the videos, but I can always share them um, other places. And for example, on the website, uh, my website, jasonmefford.com, um, I own that, right? Nobody can cancel me on my own website. I can say all the crazy stuff that I want to say over there, okay? Now, um, again, just to kind of let you, let you in on a little bit of the secret, right? Because you're listening and obviously you appreciate what I'm saying because you're here listening um, again, but um, let, me, let me talk a little bit about um, coding and why sometimes it seems like Jason is a little bit crazy because I'm talking about certain things and I'm I'm doing it in such a way that you can connect the dots yourself. OK, because honestly, if I came out and said some of the stuff that's going on in my mind, some of the things that are going on in the world, uh, one, you would think I'm batshit crazy. OK, which. <laughs> Not that I care about that, but the problem is if people just think I'm batshit crazy, then they're not going to listen to anything, right? So so I'm going to give you little breadcrumbs of stuff. And those people that are listening, right? Because again, as we talked about today's episode is about are you listening? Those people who are listening will be able to connect the dots and will kind of understand what I'm talking about. 
And so you've heard me maybe make some reference to things like this before, you know, when I was talking about ice cream. Well, I'm talking about ice cream, but I'm not talking about ice cream. Okay, today we're going to be talking about bells. And I'm talking about bells, but I'm not talking about bells. There is a deeper meaning behind what we're going to be talking about today. Okay, so one reason, just so you don't think I'm batshit crazy and you just shut me off and don't even listen. Second reason is if you're not ready to hear it, you shouldn't hear it. Okay, now I have, uh, you know, the, the privilege of working with, with a great teacher, Don Javier. And when I talk with him, I'm able to actually record a lot of our conversations. Now, I go back and I listen to those recordings over and over and over and over and over and over again, right? It's not because I'm stupid, but it's because the words that are used, the things that are said, each time I listen to it, sometimes I, I kind of hear the same things, but I always get something new out of it. And so again, a lot of the content that I'm providing is the same way. You might not hear things the first time you, you listen to it. You listen to it a second, third, fourth, fifth time. Each time you listen, you will get something new out of it. And so it's the same thing, just like you might have listened to a song for 20 years, right? And I've shared things like this before where I've listened to a particular song maybe for 20 or 30 years. But when I heard it that week, I got something different out of it. And so it's the same way, you know, with music, with the things that are here as well. Okay. And so um, just wanted to kind of give you a little, a little heads up on that. So one thing you can do is make sure subscribe to the podcast um, listen to it each week because I'm going to be dropping uh, certain bombs in there that if you're listening, you're going to get. Now, the other thing, too, is, again, because I can't share some of these things on social media, uh, another way for you to be able to get it straight from the horse's mouth is to sign up for my newsletter. And again, I'm not I'm, I'm not saying this because I'm I'm trying to sell you a bunch of shit. But again, an email nobody can control what I say in an email. Okay. And so I'm able to share uh, some things more directly with you uh, from that platform as well. So you can see down below in all the show notes, at least for the, for the last uh, mini episodes, there's a link where you can go. So if you want to just pause the, the podcast right now, go down into the show notes, sign up for the newsletter. Okay, that's another thing that you can do. Now, another thing that I've started to do, um, we just started this last week is, hey, if you love the podcast and you'd like to support us, now there's an option to support, okay? You know, some podcasts, they actually charge you to listen to them. I don't wanna do that, right? I, I want this information to be, to be shared as freely and as openly as possible. But honestly, folks, it costs me a lot of money and time to create these. So what I've what I've done is turned on an option for you to be able to support the podcast. So, again, if you're listening, if you appreciate listening each week, hey, throw me a few bones back. Right. There's there's an option again in the show notes down below. You can pause the video. You can go out to that link uh, and support the podcast. So, again, I'm not asking you to do it. But if it comes from your heart and you're like, you know what, I like listening to this, I'd like to help support and continue that the, so that the podcast can continue going forward, 
You can click on that link and and donate five or ten dollars a month, whatever's in your heart, uh, to be able to just help provide support um, to cover some of the the expenses. I mean, because again, this is a labor of love. I'm I'm not doing this to make money, um, but every little bit helps because um, I've got payroll, you know, to pay. I've got a team to pay, and uh, so if if that is in your heart, that again is in the show notes uh, down below so you can actually support the podcast and so you know to help us reach more and more people okay so that's enough of the administrative stuff I think to begin with so let's jump in and start talking about bells okay now um, (laughs) I just got this new screen you know, for for Christmas. So I've got like this huge screen in the background. I've got my laptop in front of me and I'm middle-aged now. So I've got to go back and forth between glasses, no glasses. I've got like the dual contacts going on, but I can see some stuff. I can't see some stuff. So I might be putting my glasses on and taking them off again as well, um, just so I can see what's going on. Okay. So we talked a little bit about Winter Wonderland, about um, sleigh bells ring, right? Are you listening? Well, there's some other Christmas carols that have bells in them as well. And one that's not a Christmas carol, but because I love ACDC, is Hell's Bells, right? That's a great song. I love that song. Anyway, um, but there's Winter Wonderland talks about sleigh bells. Uh, There's a song, Silver Bells, Silver Bells, it's Christmas time in the city. Ring-a-ling, hear them ding, soon it will be Christmas Day, right? So lots of different songs, you know, many of us uh, actually put bells up on our Christmas tree. In fact, I've got one bell that I took off of my Christmas tree. It doesn't ring as as good as some of the other ones, but there's a story behind this bell that I'm going to talk about here in just a minute, too. Um... So there's lots of different bells that are out there. Now, um, you know, again, I love movies as well. It's a Wonderful Life is one of the movies that I usually listen to at this time of year. It's kind of got a Christmas theme to it. And if you'll remember in It's a Wonderful Life, um, I think Zuzu, the youngest uh, daughter, the one that got sick, and he put her, you know, petals from her rose in his pocket, Zuzu's petals, um said you know right at the end you know that every time a bell rings an angel gets its wings right daddy you know uh teacher said every time a bell rings an angel gets its wings and so she was taught to you know still believe in the magic and when a bell rang to realize that hey an angel is getting its wings and in fact there's there you know there's a point in there where i think clarence is is talking there in the bar uh, trying to get a drink and, and the guy's making fun of him because look, you know, I'm giving a, I'm giving an angel its wings because as he's opening and closing the cash register, but there's more to that again, than, than what you might think that we're going to talk about. So you see again, that there's references to bells and it's a wonderful life. Now this bell that I took off, off my tree, right, is, um, when my mother was still alive, um, I was already an adult, I think, when this when this came out. Um, maybe I was still at home. I, I can't remember exactly when the book The Polar Express came out. Okay, and so again, that's another Christmas 
Christmas one where, you know, again, this, the uh, you know, train shows up that's headed to the North Pole and uh, this little boy hops on the Polar Express and he asks Santa for one of the bells from the reindeer uh, sleigh, the, the, whatever you call them, you know, the, the, whatever, whatever they call right. So, so Santa gave him a bell and he could hear the bell because he believed in Santa, right? And, um, you know, as the story goes along, he said, you know, that, that when he got back home after seeing Santa and being on the Polar Express, his sister could hear the bell. Uh, but there came a time when she no longer could hear the bell. And there were certain people like his parents, you know, it's like, look, I got this bell and he'd ring it, but his parents couldn't hear the bell, but he could still hear the bell because he still believed in Santa. He believed in the magic of Santa Claus. Okay. Now, um, as I said, my mother, when she was still alive, when that book came out, that started to become a tradition. She would sit down and read it to the grandkids. Uh, she gave all of us bells, actually, that we would, you know, so when I was, like I said, I think I think I was already an adult um, at that point, but she gave us all bells that we could wear at Christmas time. And so we would all wear our bells as she was reading the Polar Express, you know, to, to my kids and the other grandkids that were there. And then we would all ring the bell because, you know, again, what she was trying to get us to do is, you know, remember the magic, still believe in Santa, right? And all of the, the wonder and the awe that can go along with the Christmas time. And because what, what you notice is, you know, as we, as we get older, Christmas itself kind of wanes, right? There's all this magic when you're a little kid, you're so excited for Santa Claus to come uh, and to open the presents. And there's all this wonder and joy around the holiday time. And what ends up happening is after a while, we all kind of quit believing, okay, for lack of a better, uh, a, a better word. And sometimes that ends up happening because, you know, you, you, you go to school and some of the kids on the playground are like, Santa Claus doesn't exist. Right. And so then you feel stupid, like, well, everybody else is saying Santa doesn't exist, but I still do. Right. And, and again, I don't know if you were that way when you were a kid. Um, I was right. And in fact, I I still kind of tried to believe that Santa Santa was real, that he really came down the, the chimney and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, until one year when I was I was going through the, you know, I don't know if you did this, too, but we'd kind of like snoop and try to find our presents and ended up finding presents that weren't wrapped because Santa never brought wrapped presents in our house. And I ended up finding some presents that ended up coming from Santa. Right. So at that point, I knew, you know, there wasn't a, a, a fat little man <laughs> with with a beard that was that was bringing him to me, but that Santa Claus was my parents. Right. Now, just because Santa Claus is actually my parents doesn't take away the magic of Santa. Okay. Um, so think on that one for a minute, right? You can still believe in Santa and the magic that goes along with it, even if you are Santa. Hmm. Okay. 
Now, I wanted to tie this into something else that we end up um, seeing a lot of too, right? Is, um, are you listening? So so the analogy here, and, and, and this is typically what happens that you will see with little kids. If you have little kids, if you have grandkids or nieces or nephews or other people like that, this is kind of what, what happens in human development. So babies are born, they come out, they are so sweet and beautiful, but they can't talk, right? But you can look at them and man, there's like this love that comes from little babies, right? And then, you know, kids start to talk and sometime between about the age of one to four, um, they start talking and you notice that the magic starts to fade from the kids. Okay, and, and what does that look like? Well, if you know little kids, a lot of times they will talk to imaginary friends, right? Or they will say certain things like, hey, you know, I was just talking with grandma and you're like, what do you mean? Grandma's dead, right? I mean, again, if you haven't had this experience, I'm sure that someone that you know has had this experience where a little child, and again, they're usually, you know, three, four, five years old, is talking with other beings who are no longer incarnated on this planet, right? And a lot of times we're like, oh, you know, that's so sweet. But is it just, you know, their imagination? Are these just imaginary friends? And what if they are not imaginary friends, right? Again, if you've had some of these experiences, sometimes the little kids will say things that there's absolutely, absolutely no way that they can know, right? Because some of these people passed away before they were ever even born. But they're saying things or they're doing things that let you know that it's more than just an imaginary friend, right? But, you know, again, we can't hear usually as adults where little kids can. And the reason for that, again, is the door kind of closes right? As we are born, the door kind of closes to some of those gifts. Now, again, some of us later in life gain, gain those gifts back. But what typically happens is a lot of the kids, you know, from the time they're born up until four or five can be very gifted spiritually, if you will, right? It's like the door to the heavens is still open to them. But somewhere between about the ages of four and 10, that door ends up closing. And we start end up, you know, believing what the kids on the playground are telling us. We start believing what religion and what our parents and other things have told us. And we get indoctrinated and we just start believing the things that we're told. The problem is a lot of the things that we're told are not true. Okay, they are not true. They are things that are being told to keep us asleep and to keep us in fear and anxiety and to make us submissive to beings who want to enslave us and use the negative energy for their benefit. Okay, now, not surprising, when do most kids stop believing in Santa Claus? Sometime between the age of four and 10, right? 
And so again, I think for most kids, it's probably somewhere around seven, eight, nine, ten, that range where the door to the heavens kind of closes, the door to the magic kind of closes as well. And so if we go back to the Polar Express book, right, that's kind of what this was talking about is that, you know, if you can hear the bell, right, can you hear this bell? Right, and this is a little silver bell. It's it's not really silver. It's some cheap cheap material because it doesn't sound that good. That we hang on our Christmas tree, and it's got etched in it. It says "Believe," right? And so again, in theory, the idea with that that Polar Express is, hey, if you can hear the bell, then you believe in the magic, right? So, so let me ask you: Have have you let the world get in the way? Did you used to believe in magic, and now you don't anymore? right and what would it feel like if you started believing in the magic again because i will tell you magic is real <laughs> okay magic is real now you can choose to be like you know the people in the pods in the matrix movie you can stay asleep uh you can just sleep your way through life if you want to or you can take the red pill and you can decide to start seeing the world as it actually is. So if you want to start seeing the world as it actually is, start believing, start believing in magic, you know, start listening to some of the stuff that I'm doing, some of the stuff that other people are doing and get that magic back. Okay. Because I will tell you, it's much more fun to believe in Santa and believe in magic and have a good time at the holidays instead of being a Scrooge or a Grinch. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, okay. So let's talk, let's talk a little bit about that. Right. So again, you can choose, it's up to you. Do you want to hear the bells or do you want to go through life sleeping? Now let's talk a little bit more about bells and some of the ways that they can be used as well. Right. So again, I've got this little bell that I have here, the one that was from our tree. And so again, I hang that on the tree um, and think about that again so that I can remember and retain the magic. Now, this other bell that I have, if you're watching the video, you can see it. It's, it's I, I think it's made out of brass. It's a Tibetan bell. Very beautiful sound. Very beautiful sound to me, right? Well, I hang this on the back of my door, of our front door. So every time we open or close the door, Right. It's kind of like you're walking in and out of a shop. You know, sometimes stores will put bells or things like that on their front door. So that way, when people walk through, they know somebody is there. Well, I don't hang this on my door for that reason. I hang it there for a different reason. Right. So if we go back and we think about it's a wonderful life. Right. If every time I hear a bell, I start to remember and start to remind myself of the magic that is all around me every time i hear bells i think of the magic so it can stand as a reminder to me that every time i hear a bell that i'm not going to believe all the bullshit that i get taught i'm going to believe in magic i'm going to think positively um, but but also it is uh, i use bells for another reason as well okay and um Similar to bells are things called chimes, right? So here's another one that I have that you can hear. It's a, it's a chime, 
that when it plays, right, it plays some very beautiful music. Um, I have a chime outside in my backyard on my patio as well. Now, why do I do that? Well, the sound, when the wind comes through, it makes a calm and, and gentle sound, right? You just, you just, if I, if I sat here and played this for 30 seconds, and you just listen to that, whatever negative emotions are going on in your life, you're going to start to calm down. You're going to start to feel more at ease. You're going to start to feel happier, more peaceful, because that's the vibration that those are giving off, right? So, so the fact that I have those dotted around different places uh, means that I'm going to be more likely to hear some of those things, remind myself again to, rem to, to, to you know, believe in the magic, um, but also to help me calm down. Now, another reason why I have it there is it's also a way for beings to speak to us as well, okay? You know, again, beings can't reach out and, and grab you. They can, but they don't. But, you know, I know that when I hear certain things that are going on, a lot of times they're confirmations or it is in a, a, a realization that I am being supported by beings around me, right? And so again, those beings can be lots of different beings. We'll talk about that maybe later. But again, that's one of the reasons why I have them. Now you can also use bells as a way to kind of clear energy as well, right? So again, those of you that are more spiritually minded, um, you know, you've, you've probably heard of things like smudging and, you know, using crystals and some other things to kind of clear energy. Well, you can also do that with bells as well or with chimes. And so I actually have this chime over here that has a double resonance to it um, that I will use to help kind of clear some of the energy around me and help me to start and stop certain practices like meditation, right? So a lot of times when people meditate, um, you, you can use something like that to kind of get yourself into that state of being. And you can come out of it using something like that as well. The, the kind of little timer that I have on my phone that I use when I'm when I'm sitting silently goes in <clears throat> with a chime, comes out with a chime because that's what I, I chose to put on there, right? So those are again some of the different ways that you can actually literally use <laughs> use bells as a musical instrument as well to be able to help regulate your emotion or include into some of your spiritual practices and we'll probably talk about that more as well but for purposes of today i wanted to kind of you know keep it to that but i wanted to also share with you um, one of my favorite christmas carols and it's one that a lot of people don't know about um, but it's called um, i heard the bells on christmas day and so when i was younger um you know, we had this little this little piano book with different Christmas carols in it. And so I would sit down at the piano and I would try to, you know, peck it out a little bit and play as I'm singing. And this was one of those songs um, that always kind of really resonated with me. And I'm going to go through and kind of sing it to you now. 
because you may or may not have heard it. It's been recorded by a few people, uh, but it's not one of the more popular Christmas songs that you hear about, but it has a very beautiful meaning um, that goes along with it that I wanted to talk about too, as we kind of wrap up uh, today's episode. Now, before we can get in, we got to have a little bit of context though, because I think it's it's always good to have context. The more context you can have, the better you can actually understand anything um, that you are trying to learn, okay? And so I heard the bells on Christmas day was actually written, it was a poem written by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. So again, you might not know who Henry uh, Wadsworth Longfellow was, but you might've heard of some of the other stuff, like his most famous pa uh, poem was called Paul Revere's Ride. And I think it's, you know, um, come children and listen and you, and you will hear of the midnight ride of Paul, of Paul Revere, right? And he also did one called The Song of Hiawatha. Um, but anyway, he, he lived back in the 1800s. Um, some other people that were his friends and contemporaries that you might have heard of are people like Edgar Allan Poe, Alfred Lord Tennyson, Walt Whitman, Ralph Waldo Emerson, those kinds of people. So, so Henry uh, Wadsworth Longfellow was, was around that same time. Now, um, I wanted to talk a, a little bit just about this poem as well and some things that were going on in Henry's life at the time. Because again, it's always interesting how some of these things end up coming up. So if you remember in the 1860s, it was a dark time in the United States. Okay, we were fighting the Civil War. Uh, and so it was a very bloody people were dying. Brothers were fighting brothers. Uh, and it was just it was a really, really dark time in the United States between the war and a lot of the things that were going on around slavery and, and, and some of the other things that were just happening. And so for a lot of people, it was a very dark time. Now, for Henry, um, in 1861, his second wife was fatally burned. Right. So she there was an accidental fire. She ended up uh, burning and dying right in 1861. So that's not a good thing. Right. Some some serious shit was going down in Henry's Henry's life at that time. His wife died. Now, in 1863, his son Charles ended up signing up and going into the Civil War as a Union uh, Army soldier. And again, you know, it's one of those where you hate to kind of see your son go off to, to battle, um, but his son goes off to battle and was actually um, very seriously injured in the Battle of Mine Run in 1863. So Henry had a couple of bad years, right? And so interesting, on Christmas Day, 1863, Henry wrote the poem, I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day, okay? Now, it wasn't published until February of 1865, uh, so it was a couple years later before people actually got to hear it, but he wrote this poem on Christmas Day, 1863. Now, it wasn't set to music until 1872, so over 20 years later, you know, it was just a poem before, uh, but somebody arranged it and set it to music, and people started singing it as a Christmas carol. Um, and then in 1956, Bing Crosby actually recorded it. Uh, he didn't, he didn't do all of the verses, but he did some. 
And, um, and so again, we have the recordings of that. And if you remember from last week, we talked a little bit about Bing Crosby as well. Um, but I wanted to go through and, and just sing this song to you because I, I think, you know, in, in hearing the context of it, you can imagine that there was, there were some dark things going on in Henry's life at the time, but it's still a poem of hope as well. Right. And so again, there's some things going on in our world right now that maybe are not the best, right? But we can choose to see things for the hope that it can be um, and and help us to be able to get through. And that's kind of how I see this song as well. So I'm going to go acapella. And again, this is just kind of based on my my memory of singing this when I was younger. But listen to the words as well as we go through this, okay? I heard the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play, and mild and sweet the words repeat of peace on earth, good will to man. And thought how as the day had come, the belfries of all Christendom had rolled along the unbroken song of peace on earth, good will to man. Till ringing, singing on its way, the world revolved from night to day. A voice, a chime, a chant sublime of peace on earth, good will to man. Then from each black accursed mouth the cannons thundered in the south, and with the sound the carols drowned of peace on earth, good will to man. It was as if an earthquake rent the hearthstones of a continent and made forlorn the households born of peace on earth good will to men and in despair i bowed my head there is no peace on earth i said for hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth good will to man then pealed the bells more loud and deep God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail. With peace on earth, good will to man. 
So I just love that song. And, um, you know, a couple of those verses are actually taken out most of the time when people are singing the song because it makes reference to the Civil War, right? About the the earthquake and the and the cannons thundering in the south, you know, but again, that was the time when when Henry wrote this song and, um, you know, that the whole thing, you know, this verse too, you know, and in despair, I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth. I said, for hate is strong and mocks the song. And, um, you know, I know that sometimes we all feel that way. We feel some despair, um, but I love how he finished it. Then peal the bells more loud and deep. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail. The right prevail. And my friends, I'm here to tell you. The wrong will always fail and the right will prevail. And um, yeah, there's some there's some stuff going on in the world. But you know what? When we stay positive and when we are the change, when we bring out the bells, when we remind other people of the magic that is truly going on in this world, when we are the magic, when we believe in the magic, uh, great things happen. And so never give up hope. Always have hope. Always have hope. always have hope. And that's my wish for you at this holiday time as well, as we've gone through and talked about bells and a reminder that we can have peace on earth as we share goodwill to men and women all over. And as we all remember that we are brothers and sisters going through the same things. So have a little bit more compassion for the people around you. Share a little bit more love. Bring that peace to the earth that we need. Be the peace, be the change that we need to have in this life. So with that, I'm going to wrap up for today. Wishing you a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, depending on when you're listening to this. And my prayer to you is that you may have peace and love enjoy throughout this week and throughout the rest of your week until we can be together again and i will see you later my friend and that's a wrap thanks for listening the fact that you listened to this entire episode means you got value and others will too do me a favor and leave a five-star review with comments and then share with others you can also check out all of my videos on my YouTube channel and my website, jasonmefford.com. This podcast is primarily for education and commentary and does not represent professional advice. Views and opinions expressed on this show are that of the individuals and not of their respective organizations. <laughs>